Gather around friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, Philip. And I am his friend, David. And this episode of the Pow Wow Podcast is brought to you by Slides, but more of that later. David, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing miserably. Miserably? The weather is getting cold and I friggin' hate it. Ah, I see, I see. So it's getting cold. It's uh, it's a downer. It's a real, uh, it's not an upper. It brings everything down for you. Um, dang, but I see Absolutely. at least you have a comfy jacket. Yes. Would you like to see closer? I would. I would love to see it closer. Oh, God, it's branding. However, will we make it through? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is my brand new Char- Los Angeles Chargers hoodie. We probably won't even post this section of the video. Oh, no, I doubt we so, will. So don't even worry about it. But I'm, I'm supporting the Chargers as, as, uh, as hard as that is sometimes. Man, oh, man. What about you, Phil? How are you doing? Oh, I'm uh, free balling today. Have you ever recorded while not wearing underwear? No. You should really try it. It 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 brings you to a a here awareness because normally whenever I'm doing the episode, I'm thinking about the the topic. I'm thinking about you know we have a sponsorship sponsorship that we need to think about and and going forward we ha- I'm thinking about maybe my outfit. Maybe I'm looking at the camera right now. I swear to God, all I can think about is the content that's coming out of my mouth and what is not there down below for me. You know, I don't do pretty much anything without wearing underwear. Except for obvious things, you know, of course. But maybe occasionally I'll sleep without any underwear. But even that's rare. I, I don't like to be without underwear. That's support. It's it's such. I I think this has to be why dogs they have those support jackets that they wear, and everybody's like, dogs are so stupid. How, why does something like that really work for them? It kind of makes sense now. Once you have that support, you kind of miss it when it's gone. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. You know what? Better wear no underwear if you happen to be trying to conceive, because uh, wearing uh, wearing briefs at least uh, keeps your keeps your balls too warm. Well, that's not an issue here. I imagine that you, the listener, are tuning into this episode the day it came out because you're just so excited to listen to Pow Wow. And that means that it is currently, for you, the 5th of November. And I'm sure you are familiar with Remember, Remember, the 5th of November. Because how could you forget? Of course, it is the 5th of November in the UK, known as Guy Fawkes Night. The celebration of when Guy Fawkes tried to blow up Parliament in the Grand Revolution of whatever. As a side note, David... I do think whenever the mantra tells you specifically to remember, like, who can forget the Alamo by this point, right? You have to remember the Alamo. I know, right? And so if it's the 5th of November, you must remember because it's in the friggin' mantra. So therefore, of course, nobody forgets it. We are in it. We are in revolution. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we're going to be talking about... We're going to be talking about revolutions in the in the spirit of the fifth of November. Now, David, are we talking about Parliament? Are we talking about global revolutions, spinning rotations, revolutions? Whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever I, tickles your revolutionary fancy. 
Fantastic. Then let us start out by positive revolution, okay? This subject is taken to you by things that you think would revolutionize the world for a positive change. This is very broad, but it's mostly set on the topic of positive change, something that can be changed for the better. David, where do you take this? The one thing, well, the one of several things that are kind of in a package deal, but I'm going to focus on this one thing, and that is single-use plastic. Mm. Now, in my life, Phil, I have been making every effort for for this last several years to use as little single-use plastic in my life as possible. And do you know how how much of a pain in the ass that has been to me? I, I can personally say that it has been a major pain in your ass for you. Uh, having No, lived. it hasn't. Oh, okay. No, it has not. <laughs> no, that is my point. I'm. <laughs> you fell into my, my trap. No, it has not been a pain in the ass. It's actually not that hard. I mean, there are certain things that really are hard that, that are completely out of your control. When you're trying to buy food and all of it is packaged in plastic, that makes things really difficult. You know? Sure. And and foods that are packaged in sustainable materials are are more expensive, which is a pain in the butt. But for the most part, there's so many things that you can do to eliminate single-use plastics that actually aren't that difficult. Like I started using bar soap again. Like I don't use shower gel. I use a bar again because it comes in a little cardboard box, no plastic involved. Same with shampoo. I now use shampoo that is, it comes in a bar, and it's actually great. It works very nicely. My brother-in-law has started making conditioner for the whole family. So even our conditioner, yes, it comes in plastic tubs, but he buys all the separate ingredients in large, in bulk. So there's limited plastic. The amount of plastic that we're using per liter of conditioner is vastly reduced. And that just is, that's just the start of where you can go to cut down on your plastic use. For example, my toothpaste as well is also in a little glass jar. So all of these things, when you buy honey, get the jar instead of the squeezy bottle. I know it's slightly irritating, but you'd be surprised at how quickly you get used to it. If the honey is I'm worth not... it, it's worth the squeeze. <sighs> I don't know what you're trying to say with that, Phil. I hope you're not trying if to the endorse the plastic. the honey is worth it, the honey is worth the squeeze. Recycle your honey. I'm, forget recycling. Forget recycling, man. You gotta just not buy the plastic in the first place. Then it doesn't need to be recycled. <sighs> and I'm not going to rant any further because I could go on about this for oh, a long time. Yeah, this Phil, is, what about you? This is a rantalicious topic, uh, and I think that we will both be on pedestals, assuredly, I, I'm, I'm sure. However, my one aside from what you're saying is uh, the bar of soap, that's a lot of trust, man. That is a lot of trust. You have to be in, a, in an environment where you know the people will not infiltrate your personal soap, misuse your personal soap. Because let me tell you, I felt extremely guilty when I was in LA and you were there. And I used a bar of soap right after I wiped just to make sure things were clean. And I just, I felt so guilty about it. I certainly hope that wasn't your bar of soap Dude, that I used. It's soap. 
It's soap. It's meant to clean whatever is not clean. <laughs> no. It's I, okay. Okay, first of all, I kid. It's okay. I, kid, I never used a bar of soap between my cheeks uh, mid-wipe or something. No. Oh, I, I, that's not what I thought you meant by that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I was like, wow, first of all, let's get it done. I was joking. Second of all, wow, that, that is a bold statement to still say that it's just cleaning. <laughs> There's some things that are pretty no, 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 dirty no. that I don't want to be secondhand cleaning off of. But anyways. Anyways. Obviously. Obviously. Anyways. All right. It's funny that you we go to the topic of cleaning because for my positive revolution, I too go to cleaning. And I say, let's be cleaner. There's not much good to be found from this pandemic. Let's be clear about that. But the next steps to sanitation? Yes, more of that. And in fact, why aren't we asking places that have new accommodations due to the pandemic why weren't they doing this before? Don't know what this could refer to in your neck of the woods out there, but even if it's as simple as the foot handle to open doors in the bathroom or the single Germex dispenser that is motion censored outside of the bathroom, yes. The next level cleaning in airplanes and airports and even splatter shields in the Uber and Lyft uh, accommodations, yes. And quite possibly the biggest one, gym cleaning. I have never seen more people purely looking out for cleanliness of equipment and persons in the gym uh, than during the pandemic. Remember how you'd go to lay down before the pandemic and there was that sweat stain of the persons behind from before you? The only solution before was to wipe it yourself, which was possible, but always seemed off-putting. You, even if you wanted to wipe it down, what happens if the wipey missed and, and it dragged and then you're now touching their sweat? It was, it was gross. Now, now they have personal wipers, people who clean the benches, weights, steps, pulls, towels, you name it in there. They have a wipe and a wiper for you. More wipes, more clean. Viva la revolution! You know, I'm I'm behind you on this. As you, the listener, may or may not remember or have heard before, I I I lived in Kenya when I was a wee lad, and uh, and I was talking to someone. Is it Scottish down in Kenya? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just I just knew I was gonna say wee lad, and I I can't say wee lad. Oh, unless I say wee lad. Okay, I was a wee lad I, in I was Kenya. Just, I was more so marveling at the fact of the of the hidden, I'm sure, <laughs> Kenyan popula population that speaks per purely Swedish or in a Swedish dialect or a Scottish dialect, I should say. Right, Scottish. Scottish. Um, Anyway, so I was talking to someone who lives in Kenya now a couple days ago, a friend of my my parents, and he was saying that since the pandemic, the incidence of other diseases in Africa, well, in Kenya, and I'm guessing in in a lot of Africa, is way down compared to what it was like before the pandemic, because now people are washing their hands. They know how they're more informed on how to keep basic hygiene, and the incidence of other diseases is way down which is kind of amazing and great. So I'm with you. Vive la revolution. All right, we move along. Revolution. Revolution. All right, we move on to the next step of revolution, the next subject of revolution. We are going to opposite revolution, meaning we are looking for something you would revolutionize to the point it would be nearly the opposite of what it was to begin with, but you believe it makes it better. So it, it essentially has to be the opposite of current perspective of the current general population and populative idea has to be the opposite of that. But we are bringing forth revolution. 
I shall go first. Go ahead. You know who I'm going to be bringing this next one to? I'm talking to the fellow. Brad Pitt. No, no, not him. He can, I, uh, but he is welcome to join the gravy train here. Okay. I'm talking to the fellow okay. homies who make up 19% of Americans who don't prefer to sleep in silence. I'm going to bring this one to the 23% of Americans who use sleep aids to fall asleep. And it is to talk about specifically to the people who somehow disparage and put down the people who like to wear socks and sandals. Now, why, <laughs> why am I using these numbers for sleeping in an argument for socks and sandals? You know why? Because if you're like me and fall asleep with the fan on, even though it may not be quiet like most people want, you are sleeping in an oxymoron. If you have a fan on and you like it cold, yet require a blanket, you are sleeping in an oxymoron. Sandals and socks don't just affect the 5% of people in the world with hyperhidrosis, excessively sweaty feet. It affects us all. We want to have the comfort of wearing sandals and free-forming our toes as we please, while also making sure that the sweat that does collect in there, hyper though it may not be, the sweat that does collect there stays where it should be, stays within the sock. We want revolution. We want viva la France, viva la revolution. That is that is quite quite a strong opinion about socks and sandals thank you i went i went in an entirely different direction and i don't know how to what extent you're gonna you're gonna love how opposite i am going with this okay but i'm talking about social media oh wow oh my goodness where to start i think that social media is is the instrument of the demise of of modern society and it's not that it doesn't have positives it's just that it is it is targeting consumers in absolutely the wrong way first of all ads get rid of ads entirely and add a small subscription fee if need be right i would happily pay like a two or three or four dollars a month or euros or whatever to not have to deal with any advertisements on my on my instagram that i i would love that and if you don't want to pay it Fine. Don't use social media. Now, I think this as well. Reposts should be regulated. So there's tons of accounts on, on Instagram that just repost other people's stuff. Like there's kind of creepy accounts that like repost babes of TikTok, you know, and it's... <laughs> seedy and and weird and and if they get enough likes which they often do because they're basically posting highlights from all these other accounts then they're getting money from that but they're not actually generating their own content further to that just one one second on. one aside the babes from tiktok are not seedy they are just women trying to make their way in life let us not disparage the babes no of no no TikTok. that's not what i'm just talking the people about people who are retweeting it that are robots russian robots yes the babes of tiktok right, you are okay. doing a service to the world continue as you were Un <laughs> unfortunately it's not even bots though it's just people trying to make bucks off other people's content anyway i think that payment should be severely limited for social media presence and instead, those that money generated should be directed instead towards real artists and creators, for example, on Spotify, where people, artists, musicians don't actually make very much money through Spotify, unless you're friggin Taylor Swift or something. 
uh, or other similar channels that actually generate meaningful creative content. Posting bikini pictures, while good for you, I I just maybe I'm being an old man, but you are. I don't think it. You should be a millionaire by posting bikini pictures. My dear, dear, sweet, innocent, naive David. That is art, my friend. They are perfecting an art form, but I digress. I shall let you have your revolution. There will not be bloodshed in the streets on this day. We will merely talk and discuss about it. So viva your revolution. Next and lastly, we go to the last one, a personal revolution. Things we would shake up in our own lives and we would be the, the conduits of change that maybe we would bring unto the world. David, what is your personal revolution? I grew up moving from country to country to country and it was difficult and, and very strenuous and having to make new friends all the time. Right now I'm at a point in my life where I would relish the opportunity to have that fresh start again. For the first time in a while. And so my revolution would be to completely turn my life upside down, move to a new country again and get that fresh start. And even if that country is a country I've been to before, like the U.S., just to start fresh again, I would absolutely love that opportunity. For my personal revolution, David, I'm going to start out simply by saying I'm tired of the smell. I don't know how this works in girls' circles, but I want to revolutionize guys giving other guys candles. I am tired of going to visit <laughs> other guys' rooms and smell that there's this scent that you try and choose to ignore, but it's there. And to be fair, I don't think they know where the scent is coming from either, but they know it's there too. We need more manly scents. I think mandals are already a thing as man sandals see previous revolutions. And I don't usually try and play into gender stereotypes, but I think in order to appease the demographic most needing of candle therapy, we need mandals. We need scents that don't morph, but mask scents. We need revolution! And I will take that up, that charge first by myself, by this Christmas, mostly trying to give out men scented candles that mean something, that smell like something, that are something. Yeah, shout out to Cole Lewis, former guest on Pow Wow. He's come on twice. He's a big candle guy. I enjoy good candle. I enjoy good candle. I'm always a little, uh, just because I'm me, I'm, I'm, I always get a little worried that I'm like, oh my God, what if this napkin happens to fall down and then it starts a fire? But other than that, I, I love them. I love candles. Eh. I can light them. I, I would even love how rustic it is to work via candlelight, even though it's me working off of a laptop. Bad for your, bad for your eyes, man. Well, geez, man, you don't have to ruin the revolution by bringing in logic <laughs> to it. God. Revolution. This episode of Pow Wow Podcast is sponsored by Sides. Meet Sides, S-I-D-E-S, an app that helps you take the law into your own hands. Turn ordinary agreements into binding contracts in seconds. Then if a dispute arises, Sides will step in to resolve it for you. What, Phil, that, one, that was supposed to be my line. What did we agree to in the contract? I don't know. I, I guess we can use Sides to settle this dispute. Because each dispute costs a small one-time fee. And if you win, which I will, it's all awarded back to you. Sign up now and get 16% off for a limited time only. 
We now move along to Mad Libs. Of course, a previously new segment. We are in the second rendition of this. We loved it the first time. We're bringing it back. David, would you care to go first or second in Mad Libs? Oh, I'll go first. You'll go first. Okay. Now, what does that mean in Mad Libs? Does that mean that you give me your Mad I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll go. I, I will give you the story first. So what I will need first okay. is I need, um, let's see. I need a plural noun. Um, pubic hairs. The mind wants what the mind wants. What I need is a verb. Punching or punch. It's in the past tense. Uh, one more past tense verb. Stroked. A way to dis- to dispel a crowd. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, fire! A type of workout. Pilates. Finally, I need a superhero name. Captain Pickle. Ladies and gentlemen, the story of Captain Pickle. Across the land, there was no more beloved figure than the almighty superhero, Captain Pickle. He was, of course, strong and brave, but he was most known for his ability to yell out fake scenarios when fighting bad guys. Yet, Pilates, whilst rescuing people from a burning building. However, there was one nemesis who ranked above the rest when it came to villains. None other than Dr. Nefario. Captain Pickle hated the evil doctors ever since he punched his car and stroked his own mother. But no plan was more (laughs) evil than Dr. Nefario's latest. In fact, he planned to conquer not just the local area, but the entire world by covering the globe entirely with pubic hairs. He knew with pubic hairs around, no one would sleep, and thus he would take advantage of the tired and weary world by conquering what he pleased. How would Captain Pickle defeat his arch-nemesis? Tune in next time to Mad Libs to find out. Your turn, David. Wow. Okay, I need an adjective. Sweaty. All right, I need a location. The girl's restroom. All right, I need a noun. German shepherd. And next, an exclamation of some kind. Ah, my scrotum! All right, I need an adjective. Albino? And lastly, a noun. Eyeball. Steve woke up early on Tuesday morning, feeling very sweaty. This was not the first time. Not wanting to miss a day of work down at the girls' restroom, he went outside and hopped on his wife's golden 1965 German Shepherd and rode it to the store. People were keeping their distance and giving him very concerned looks. The pharmacist took one look at Steve and said, Ah! My scrotum! I haven't seen it this bad since the 80s cocaine epidemic. There's only one solution in cases of albinoness this severe. You need a maximum dose of eyeball. With our once more, 
we asked you guys on Instagram to submit some revolutionary ideas or what is revolution to you guys? What are you fighting for in this world? What do you want to see change? Now, we got a few submissions, not not too many, which is probably a good thing. You guys, I guess, are not feeling very revolutionary or maybe just not not wanting to share for fear of the government finding out. That's good. Keep now, it on the DL. Oh, I always keep it on the DL. Now, we got a mix of mix of responses. We're just going to share a couple with you guys that we think are um that we think are fun. The first one came from uh com- came from Coral Denny, who who didn't mind a shout out. Her revolution, revolution to her was about fighting against the attack on women's rights. So she was against and I, something against what? The attack on women's rights or was she for? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was against the attack on women's rights. Oh, good. Not, not revel, revel, <laughs> revolting against women's rights. No, not that. No. So shout out to Coral Denny. Always one of our favorite uh, top fans on, on the podcast. Thanks, Coral, for, uh, for contributing. Thank you, Coral. And we're right there with you. Yes, of course. And then the next one was from Scott. And he wanted to talk about Revolution 9, of course, pertaining to the Beatles' Revolution album, I believe. It, it's there off of their Revolution album? Yeah. It's, it, I didn't know what this was. I had to ask Scott what, what he was talking about. It's a 1968, it was the, the White Album. And, Very famous And album. it was a, a, an experimental thing called uh, experimental piece called revolution nine which was like a collage a a, a, a collage of sounds a or something of sounds right it was I, I haven't heard it or listened to it but it was this experimental mus- musical number that was a collage of sounds and uh to scott that's what he thought of when we asked what was uh, what was revolution what did that mean to him he immediately thought of the beatles and what they did for music, which uh, which makes sense, I would I would say. And then we got a couple from from Jack. Shout out to Jack. The first one was climate change, and that's a pretty big one right now. Right now, as the COP twenty six summit is happening, and kind of depressing. If you've checked any of that out on the news, it's pretty rough. I, I was just reading today that India. Uh, India has pledged to go carbon neutral by 2070. 70. That's in four, 39 years. That's 20 years after the conference target line, which was 2050. And India are pledging 2070, which is, I sorry, 50 years from now, not not 40. I'm I'm doing my math wrong. 49 years from now is um 2070. It's just ridiculous. It's just not good enough. Anyway. And then we got another one from uh, from Jack. Uh, wailing. Against wailing. Find all the cats and stop them from wailing in your dumpsters. And across- <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, against the uh, hunt and uh, finding out of wailing. Let the whales live. Let them eat plankton. We don't want anybody stealing those crusty crab recipes. So therefore, let the whales live. Don't Do not uh, continue the... The atrocities that happen upon whales. To be honest with you, it's not my personal revolution. I don't. I don't have a preference or against. I'm sure, uh, given the choice, I would well, say the, no. the environmental impacts are pretty are pretty straightforward. There, 
destruction of habitat, destruction of uh, wildlife. Mm. So I, I'm with I'm with Jack on this one, and also I, I'm gonna ta- tag a piece onto that um, where they hunt sharks just to take their fins. They cut off their their fins. It's a mostly Japanese practice mm. to make the shark fin soup, and it is absolutely barbaric. And they literally let the rest of the shark just sink to the bottom of the ocean dead. It's so, so sad. Anyway, all of that, preserve the oceans, plastic, climate change, all of the above, cleanliness, and we move on. It is time for the game, because as is with any good revolution, it is time to start with some games. I don't know. There really is no uh, subtle transition into it. But a revolution is not a revolution without trivia. Absolutely. And one good David deserves another. So Hoffman, you'll have to step aside and bring in the other D, the other other double D. We bring in David Ha Samson. Hello. Welcome to the show. <laughs> David Ha Sampson. Hi. David Ha Sampson. His middle name That's is. That's me. Yeah. His middle name is Sahoffman. Sahoffman. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show, David. How are you doing? It's been a while since we've last seen you, and um, mm-hmm. and we have new duds. Welcome to the uh, to the new arena upon which we record. It's it's nice and spacious, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I feel really comfortable here now. I wasn't as comfortable last time, but this time it just feels different. You yeah. Know? The last place was a piece of, shit, wasn't it? You can speak yeah, completely. <laughs> now, now we can now we can look into each other's eyes. Yes. Oh my god. And that's really what matters. Yeah. <sighs> you know, one wow. of us is two of us actually are going to win here today, but we can all safely say that we'll be lost in each other's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. You talk about revolution. I'm here for a revolution. I'm revolutionizing against you two as you guys beat me last time, and I will not stand for it. I will not stand for it. You demolished me, and I will not. Like, this is never going to happen again. You will be revolutionized through everything this game offers. You're done. It's over. You know, to bring this uh, out of the out of the darkness and shadows, one conversation me and Samson have had, because as those of you who have not heard the podcast, I, sh- I should I, we should be bringing in context here. David Samson is my best friend. We've known each other for a while. I didn't like him at first. I love him now. I think we're all caught up. All right. Uh, David Samson and me have had off camera conversations concerning just this very podcast. David Samson is a loyal listener to the podcast and has always told me prior to his coming on to the podcast before. Oh, my God. You, the guests you guys bring on sometimes like they, they, they just don't even know how to play the games. I feel like I'd win every single game that, that they bring <laughs> up. But we finally bring him on to the show and he makes a fool of himself. He loses not only to me, which is fine and dandy. He loses to Hoffman. How disrespectful can you be? So I will have to put him back in his place yet again. Hoffman, I hope that you lose because I just need a a bump in the standings. Other than that, let us get to that very thing upon which we we came here for after these questions. Since Samson is my guest, Hoffman, it is your turn for your first question. All right. All right, Samson, I want to know this about you because uh, I'm glad, I, you know, these are two questions that I have that, mm. that I that I actually don't know the answer about you because I didn't know you were going to be the guest today. Oh, Would okay. you go on a commercial flight to space if you were the winner of a raffle and you were able to go for free? Would you go to space on a commercial just for fun flight to space? How long would I be there for? Uh, a sure. couple a couple days in space. A couple days? Yeah, why not? Dude, that would be awesome. How many times can people just go to space for fun? 
I know, right? I'm with you. I'm with you. Absolutely. David Sampson, we all hmm. know you love bubble baths. I'm just curious, uh, what is okay. your... <laughs> it is all right. a well-known fact about uh, yeah, you, I'm, David I'm Sampson. I'm glad that, that we're just laying it all out right now, you know, in yeah. these questions, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's a trust tree, trust us. There's just us oh. three. Just us three sitting oh, yeah. here. Yes. Uh, we know you love bubble baths. I'm curious, what is your favorite scent, like, in the bubble bath? Are you a vanilla man? Are you a lavender? Are you more of a tender or, you know apple orchard kind of guy what, what's like your go-to scent in the bathtub my go-to scent in the bathtub uh well you know what i, I will say i have i've been intrigued by these bath bombs I've, I've never done it yet but i've always been intrigued and so i would definitely be interested in like oh maybe maybe a vanilla might be cool but i'm also very much a chocolate kind of guy as you probably <laughs> Well, no, but I don't know if it would be good just they... to lay in chocolate. You know what I mean? Like, not like, I don't know if they do in it. No, probably not. Um, but, you know, sometimes you need some chocolate But vanilla is so vanilla. You know what? Maybe it is. What, what would you suggest for me? If, if I was to go with some scent, what would you give me, huh? I don't know. Maybe honeycomb and lavender. Peppermint schnapps. What did you say, <laughs> Phil? <laughs> Said peppermint schnapps. <laughs> I thought you said, I thought you said pork chops. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Smell in a certain way. Yeah. Well, he does love his you meat. You, <laughs> you're coming out of that bath smelling like a snack. The, the whole damn meal. Hoffman, your last question. Okay. Uh, pretty, pretty simple. What is the best cereal? Oh, I have high opinions on this okay for a while it was cocoa pebbles cocoa pebbles number one all time was it chocolatey cocoa pebbles that's what cocoa pebbles are oh, I'm, why yeah, would I cocoa pebbles not be chocolatey yeah, yeah that, i thought I, mean, I forget that it's on. called fruity pebbles or in cocoa i thought it was like fruity cocoa pebbles or something i'm sorry i i ignore me ignore him yeah take a chocolate bath yeah no so chocolate Cocoa Pebbles, you, you messed me up. You messed me up. Uh, Cocoa Pebbles, I love Cocoa Pebbles, but it just recently got dethroned as number two to Count Chocula. No, 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 no. <laughs> to Chocolate Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It I, is wow. so so good. I've and heard like, good things actually. Uh, it's like like amazing. Like I, I I I it changed my life. Like really. Like it, it's my all time favorite now. There's a there's an expat store here where I live. We're close to where I live, and that sells cinnamon toast crunch. You know those those the smaller size boxes of the mm-hmm. nor the standard small size box that you can get of mm-hmm. cinnamon toast crunch. And it will cost the equivalent of like seven or eight dollars for that one little box. Wow. Because it's imported all the way from, it's a really sad thing. Yes. Well, all three, right. Three questions are done. Hoffman. Yes. Let's home. move on to the game. And in the spirit of revolution, I thought rock and roll was a musical revolution way back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. And so I am calling this game rock and roll. And the idea is there will be a statement made, and the contestants will have to buzz in with their name. So if I make a statement. That said that, and I said, World War II ended in 1955. Then Phil buzzes in with his name, and he can choose to roll with it, as in keep it the same, or rock the boat, rock it, 
change something. There's something wrong with that statement. He's going to change it. So if Phil buzzes in, he gets to say, I'm going to rock it. And then, David, you'll get a chance to also say uh, that you're going to rock it. And mm. then if you choose rock, which means you're going to change something about the statement, the person who buzzed in second, who answered second, will have to correct the statement first. So then, so Phil buzzed in first. That means that David, you would you would say, oh, okay. So I also want to rock rocket. I'm going to say instead of 1955, it was 1945, and then Phil would get a chance to to also correct it. And he could say the same thing that you said, or he could choose a different whatever correction to the statement if he wanted to. Sounds good. I think we'll get it as we go along. Samson. Do you hmm. wish to face myself or Hoffman first? You want to lose first or second? <laughs> I'm looking to win both times, so it doesn't matter who I face. I'll take you on, Phil. Let's go. All right. Hoffman, if you could lead us into the throes of battle. All right. So remember, name is your buzzer, correct, Hoffman? Name right. is your buzzer? That is correct. I'm, right. lo- I'm looking hmm. to hear a Phil or a David. All right. Or Philip's little something, if you want to go with your proper name, Samson. <laughs> we'll see about that. You'll be having your own little name after we're done with this. All of my, all of my, all of my statements here are themed around the American Revolution. So here we go. <laughs> God. All right. The American Revolution began in 1776. David. Oh, I heard David first. So that means I, I have to go first then? No, no, no. David's going to say if he wants to rock or roll. Got it. Got it. First. Got it. I am going to roll with it. He's going to roll with it. Philip. One more time. What was the date that you said? 1776. Yes. Uh, I'm going to roll with it as well. Common misconception, actually. The, uh, the official start of the revolution was 1765. And the Tea Party began in 1773, and the fighting began in 1775. So no matter which way you look at it, the fighting did not begin in 1776. That was just the year that the declaration was signed. Mm, I see. Okay. Mm. All right. No points. No points. But here we go on to the second statement. The American colonies revolted against the tyrant king, George I. Philip. David. I heard Philip first. What do you want to do? Rock or roll? Rock. You're going to rock. And David, what do you want to do? Do you want to rock or roll with it? Um, I am going to roll with it. You're going to roll with George the first. Okay, so Phil, what do you want to rock? What do you want to change here? It's not George. I want to say it's... I want to say it's... It's either... It's either... If it is George, it's not the first. It's like the third. But I'm going to say it's... King Louis the first. All right. So Phil, because you went with rock, you will get half a point. Okay. But that was, that, that was correct. It? However, it was, there was no the, Louis. It was in fact, George, but it's George the third. Not the it. first. Dang it. Actually, I, yeah, actually, after I you said that, I was like, Oh, he said the first. Oh man. Dang yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Dang yeah. It. Oh. It's all right. There I can barely go. hear you from behind me, David, all the way back there in the losing goal. <laughs> so we'll continue on, Hoffman. All right. So the score is half a point to you, Phil, and zero to you, David, but all Good. to play for still. I'm curious. I like to play from behind. Just... 
Thank you. I'm curious, <laughs> Hoffman. Shouldn't it be a point if I got it? Uh, if I got it correct, that it's rock, and then an additional half a point if I if I correctly term whatever is wrong with it. Because otherwise, let's go it, with that. Yeah, let's go. Otherwise, with that. it's a point if you roll correctly. Yeah, yes, right. yes, you're right. That is that is actually what we said before the game. That's what I, my understanding was for so my game too. You are correct. Okay, you are correct. Cool. All right. Statement number three. 56 signatures exist on the Declaration of Independence, including Thomas Jefferson. Philip. All right, David. Uh, sorry, Philip, do you want to do you want to rock or roll? I am going to roll. He's going to roll with it. And David, what do you want to do? I'm going to rock it. All right. What do you want to change? I'm going to say it was 63 signatures and i'm gonna say that thomas jefferson did not sign it all right that is incorrect uh the statement was completely true 56 uh, okay, signatures including good. thomas jefferson great <laughs> i thought you're trying to trick me but all right here we go uh, <laughs> start off strong starting off strong all right all right let's go to the fourth uh still all to play for here david you could still make claw this back <sighs> okay i suppose you all could right. I suppose a Florida, donkey could beat a cheetah in a race. Florida but. and Maine are the only eastern seaboard states that were not amongst the 13 original colonies. David. Yes, David. Would you like to rock uh, or roll? Roll with it. You're going to roll with it. Phil, what do you what do you want to do? Rock or roll? Going to roll. You're going to roll? I'm going to roll like like the boulder from Indiana Jones. All right. That is correct. You're both correct, and unfortunately, that means that. Uh, oh no, no! It's still it's still all to play for. It's still possible. It is still possible. All right. The peace treaty to end the war between the U.S. and Britain was negotiated and signed in 1783 in Montreal. Philip. All right, Philip. Rock. You're gonna rock it. Doesn't David have to answer whether or not he wants yes. to rock? Yeah. Yes, he yes, does. Yes, 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 yes. Um. Hey, David. Eyes up. Eyes up. I see you looking around a lot. There seems to be a lot of research in that room that I... I research? Just... I'm pretty sure you would hear my research on my keyboard. <laughs> There's a phone over there that's a lot more quiet than I, I know. <laughs> no, um, I look down when I think. Um, I And you like to pace. I'm gonna say, I, I do love to pace. I love to pace. Uh, I'm going to say, I think I have to just go with roll with it, because strategically speaking, I have to. All right. Well, unfortunately, oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, okay. I mean, the the results are already clear. But uh, Phil, what do you want to change? Can you restate the statement now? I, I was the peace treaty to end the war between the U.S. and Britain was negotiated and signed in 1783 in Montreal. I believe it was Van. Oh, fudge. Um. Um. Uh. No, I think it was in Versailles. There was a treaty once in Versailles, but that was not the same treaty. Okay. Treaty of Versailles was entirely different, and no, this is uh, this was a treaty signed in Paris. So you were correct dang to it. rock it. You'll get a point. So I you knew get it was Paris. Four and I was points like, dang total. It. Dang it! Uh, but a correct answer was in Paris. The year was correct, though. I, I All right, and just for fun, just for fun, the tiebreaker would have been 
sorry, go on. Yeah, I just wanted to make it clear. This is just for fun because David Sampson has no way that he can possibly win at this point in time. He's already lost, right? I just want to make How about this? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Want to make things interesting? How about we make this last question worth five points right now? Does that that make that scare you or are you confident in your answers? Uh, You know what? I will go with that as long as Sampson has to answer first. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I will All do right. that. All I, right. I love it. I love it. How exciting. Okay. All right. Ooh, okay. All right. This is a tiebreaker. And it's worth five. So if I do this, it goes on my official game log here in, for, as All part right. of the tiebreaker. Just making that sure. clear. All sure. Right. Okay. How about, wait, how about this? We'll make it worth four because that's how much David would need to win. No, he needs okay. five. He needs five. No, he's, it's four to one. Yeah, so I need four. Oh, four. four. I see, I'm sorry. One, yeah. I apologize. I apologize. All right, four. so it's worth four points. Got All it. right, got it. Closest wins. How many of the 56 signatures of the Declaration of Independence were Philadelphia representatives? Oof. So out of the 56, how many were from Philadelphia? Oh, so I All go right. first? You have yeah. to go first. That was one of the conditions. I'm going to say 22. All right. Phil, what do you reckon? 22 is not a bad number. 56 out of Philadelphia. So I'm I'm either going 21 or 23. I don't think that there was a vast majority. I know there was a lot from Virginia and probably some from New York. So I'm going to go I'm going to go 21. And 21 wins it for you, Phil. The correct yeah. answer is 9. 9. So oh, wow. I yeah, thought you were a lot closer than were, what you were, uh, David. Wow. Precisely. All right. Yeah, there were there were nine from Philadelphia. It was more than uh, more than any other of the colonies. Virginia had seven, and uh, Massachusetts only four, which I I had originally thought would be a lot more. But anyway, I'm not ex- going to bore ex- you guys with any more details. We move on to Phil's and game. Congratulations, David Sam. Oh wait, I won. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just I knew that there was usually a congratulations involved to the winner, and I didn't hear one from you, Samson. So I just assumed it was on me. It's all right. Uh, I'll forego it this this way. All right, my version of rock or roll to the two Davids. Again, we will go to Hoffman or Samson for this particular one. So I will need your names as such. Additionally, David Hoffman does have a win under his belt from last week, so he gets one use of his skipping stone should he wish to use that. We will go to my rendition. Uh, mine does not uh, fully incorporate one event. It's rock. It's uh, revolutions across the world, across the spectrum, across everything that we know right now. So my first thing of rock or roll, I will always be giving a little bit of context before the statement, and then I'll give you the statement, and I'll delineate the two. So Les Miserables is a film that's a musical that's based off of a Broadway play that's based off of a book of the same title concerning, and here's the statement, Revolution. In order to flip the script on his normal jacked look, Hugh Jackman, who plays Jean Valjean, denied himself protein for a period of time to achieve a more gauntish look. Samson. Samson? Uh, You're going to rock or are you going to roll? I'm going to roll with it. He's going to roll with it. And we go to Hoffman. I'm also going to roll with it. You both are going to roll and you both are going to be incorrect. He actually did not deny himself protein. He denied himself water for 72 hours leading to massive headaches and film stoppages because of that. Uh, But he became more gauntish in that opening scene if you have seen the film and why he looks so uh, skinny and everything else. All right. So you both are tied. 
at zero. Phenomenal. Uh, mm. Next one, we move on to Battlefield Earth, a classic of John Travolta's. It's a film that offers the opportunity to see revolution in the future where aliens have captured Earth and humans will have to fight to get it back. We move on to the statement. However, with a Rotten Tomatoes critics score of 3% and audience score of 12%, it's easy to say this 2000 sci-fi flick is one of the biggest flops of our generation. Samson. I got Samson first. Do you want to rock or roll with it? I think I'm going to roll with it. He's going to roll with it. How about you, Hoffman? Could you say this the statement again? Statement again, absolutely. However, with a Rotten Tomatoes critics score of 3%, an audience score of 12%, it's easy to say this 2000 sci-fi flick is one of the biggest flops of our generation. All right, I'm going to rock it and I'm going to switch the percentages. You're going to switch them, flip them. Okay. Uh, David's right. And it's David Sampson, unfortunately. He does get a point. He was indeed a full Ron roll in this particular one. All right, we move on to the next one. Elvis is known as something of a harbinger to bring the rock and roll revolution mainstream. But did you know? Here we go to the statement. Elvis had some unusual cravings when it came to, well, everything. But we'll stick to food for now such as bringing to food prominence a sandwich known as the Fool's Gold Loaf, a loaf of French white bread filled with a pound each of bacon, peanut butter, and strawberry jelly. Samson. Samson. I'm going to roll with it. He's going to roll with it. How about you, Hoffman? I think I'm also going to roll with it. You both roll with it, and yet again, you're both incorrect here. Uh, the majority of it is correct. However, <laughs> it was not strawberry jelly. He very much and adamantly preferred grape jelly, a pound of grape oh, jelly. Oh, gosh. See, I heard that. Sounds, I knew it was... Sounds revolting. It is. It's based in <laughs> butter. You put it in an oven. It's you crispy. didn't get the, the pun, Phil? It slid right past me. <laughs> Do you get it now, at least? I don't, actually. I said it sounds revolting. I, I heard you. Oh, I thought you were trying to make like a grape jelly joke. I didn't know it was going to be a, a, a revolution joke. Oh, I was thinking it was a song concerning Elvis. I thought it was a song concerning Elvis. I was like, I don't know that song. I See, apologize. you thought Elvis. I thought Jesus. jelly. He thought revolution. And now the audience is jelly <laughs> of our situation. Let's move along. Uh, again, you still have a skipping stone. Should ever, if ever, you want to use I, that, Hoffman. Oh, man. I f always forget about it. I know All you right. need to hold it, hold it and clench it tight. I'm holding it like it's a secret in the, the night. The score is one to one to zero. Yes, absolutely. Uh, here we go. In favor of Samson. Okay. Historically, there are a lot of instances of fashionary revolutions. Yet we travel to stuffy France for this next iteration of revolution to meet King Louis XIV. Let's move to the statement. The so-called Sun King jump-started his nation's textile and jewelry industries, championed bold and bright colors in clothing design, and instituted a lavish dress code that made his court the height of 17th century style. Louis was also something of a trendsetter in his own right. During his 72-year reign, he famously promoted red-heeled shoes as a status symbol, and he's often credited with popularizing wigs. A lot there. Samson. Hoffman. I got Samson first again here, actually. Oh, wow. I'm going to roll with it. He's going to roll with it. How about you, Hoffman? Uh, I'm going to rock it. And 
72 years is just sounds a little too long for the French. But I don't know. I'm going to say 27 years. You're going to say 27 years. Okay. If nothing else, he got uh, the year reign as identified as what he's going to roll with, or excuse me, what he's going to rock with. However, you should have rolled when you rocked. It is, in fact, all true, all of it. Uh, Samson, I believe, has secured his victory unless he's willing to offer you the same. No, 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 no. He's only got he's only got two points, so it's still possible. It's still possible. Okay, so we got one last one. Unless you want to do a skipping stone here, of course. Last one. Steve Jobs is credited as as being a revolutionary in the tech world, but did you know? Here begins the statement. Hmm. Steve Jobs kept a lot of his private life hidden, including the fact that he was indeed adopted. And denied paternity of his daughter for years. Samson. Samson. We're going to roll with it one last time. He's going to roll down the hill. Hoffman. Uh, I mean, I'm, I have to choose rock. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say that uh, I'm just going to just go out on a limb here and change Steve Jobs to Jeff Bezos. Okay. David Sampson, you have rolled yourself to a convincing victory, shutting out Hoffman three to zero in what is now dubbed wow. as the most embarrassing loss of all of Power Pow Podcast history. Here's the thing: I, I, a revolution doesn't start with just one big thing. Okay, a revolution starts with one person at a time, and I took out Hoffman, and you're next, Phil. Oh, uh, your next ass episode. Is next. next episode, because this episode and last oh. episode, yeah. I took care of business. That's all I know. <laughs> We'll see about that. Thank you so much. Uh, Samson, is there anything you want to plug this episode? I know that there's something in the works, but I don't know if you're willing to announce that, uh, promote it. Yeah, so you guys can follow me on Instagram at savid underscore damson, S-A-V-I-D underscore D-A-M-S-O-N. Also, D21 Productions, my production company, we're going to be coming out with a new short film very soon, and it's going to hopefully be on the festival circuit and see how it goes. So if you want to keep up to date with that, Feel free to follow. Just to be crystal clear, it was a new short film or a nude short film? <laughs> uh, if, if you're going to be in it, it might be a nude short film. <laughs> yeah, well, we know what the D in D21 stands for. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Samson. We really appreciate it, man. No worries. It slaps to the max. Uh, of course, we bring you our entertainment of the week, whether that be in the form of a movie, a TV show, or song. Mostly songs. Or, or a book. Or a book. No. It could be a book. No. A book could slap. You can't, but it has to be within a week. Can you read a book within a week? You could read a book. At, I can't. But someone can, I mean, I guess I'm it sure. depends on the book. If we're talking Dr. Seuss, Where's My Mother? I would hope that that's a weekly, <laughs> weekly end date. I'm just saying. It's possible. I once read, I read the first Game of Thrones book in two weeks. The first one's not. So I could read. The first one's That's like a, a chunky ass book. Well, I know, but it, like, it's a, speaking about normal sized books, though, that's actually pretty much on par, right? It's the rest of them that are canonical that, volumes and libraries unto themselves. No, 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 no. That's not the, it's not the shortest one of, of the bunch, uh-huh. I don't think. 
it's uh it's a pretty it's like 700 something pages it's like it's a fairly sizable novel most novels are smaller than that regardless we do not bring you a book this week or at least i certainly don't my and neither did i phenomenal my addition this week to the that slaps archives is a song called far away by peter fenn no not far away by nickelback which actually is probably their best song but i digress uh far away by peter fenn much different vibe very good song more indie than anything else love it that slaps i i look forward to listening to it phil certainly more so than last week's edition oh when you, you finally listened you didn't you weren't a fan of of uh <laughs> of robin thick's oh uh, yes. blurred lines I, I have my weeks mixed up I, I was thinking of cold heart i i apologize yeah blurred lines was uh it was scurry scurry it was a desecration <laughs> of the slapitude <laughs> anyway i'm bringing a movie this week it's called freedom writers it is a oh. 90s no it's a 2007 film yeah come on man. set in the 90s don't age us that much. and it stars <laughs> it stars hillary swank is she hot or not yes <laughs> sure yeah she's hot she's hot i guess i have to fulfill she's the other hot end as then. heck then no she's not hot <laughs> Sorry, that's an. She's beautiful. That's an office. That's an office reference. If you have not, we're not actually. Yes, obviously she's gorgeous and wonderful. Freedom Riders, very good movie, and it's received a lot of criticism, not unfounded, but looking past that, it is it is a slappy movie. So there you go. Of course, we bring out the end of the podcast here with a couple of thank yous to to round it all out. Thank you to Josh Hans and Tara Amstutz for their wonderful contributions to the podcast. We appreciate it so much, and we look forward to them each and every week. And thank you to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on the show. We love you guys. And thank you, most importantly, to you, the listener. Yes, you. Thank you so much for listening to us either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or wherever it is you are indeed listening to us on at this current moment. If you have not already, please consider hitting that subscribe button. It helps us, helps you find us more easier. And all around, it just makes for a better listening experience. Just a better listening experience. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, the revolution first... Send in the bears!